As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Dan Celian. I want to be a nation that is on the biblical principles and the values and the ethics that are found in Scripture. Your personal economy. Financial issues that you need to know. Aligning morality with truth. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Now, here's your host, Dan Celia. Welcome back. Financial issues, 844-707-5533, 844-707. 5533. We look at the markets uh, this morning, and um, everything is, well, everything is. How about that? Just everything is. Okay. We won't look at the markets this morning, but um, we'll try it. We'll try to look at it uh, a little bit later, unless I can get it over here, which is a possibility. Um, but we'll uh, take a look and see where they are. We're also expecting some economic data. We haven't found it yet. Uh, it was out this morning. Uh, interesting economic data coming out this morning. Uh, that's manufacturing numbers. Both uh, ISM is the one I'm most interested in. But we get PMI uh, final. That's a final May number coming out of PMI. And ISM manufacturing uh, also coming out this morning. So... Who knows? We'll see, uh, we'll see what that's going to look like. But uh, also at 1.30, James Bullard, he's the uh, Fed president for um, St. Louis, right? St. Louis Fed, I believe. And he, uh, he will spe be speaking. The Dow Jones right now is down a quarter of 1%. The Nasdaq's down 1%. And the S&P down a third of 1%. So everything's in negative territory, well off its lows. I don't know what the session lows were so far this morning, but... Uh, definitely pre-market open. We saw lows uh, well over 100 points. So the Dow's down 55 points right now. So maybe there's a little bit of stability coming, coming into the market. So we'll, we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see how, how all that's um, going to turn out. But, you know, this is interesting because two of the Dow components, Boeing and Caterpillar, just got clobbered on Friday. And I don't know where they are today, but they were looking like they were going to open in negative territory, and maybe, in fact, uh, they didn't and uh, came in in, in uh, positive. Maybe they're, maybe they're trading positive. I don't know. Uh, again, uh, construction spending coming out for the month of April. That'll be an interesting number. It's, it was expected to be up three-tenths of one percent. It's a very important number. It's a number we watch very closely. By the way, our phone lines are open, 844-707-5533, 844-707-5533. Thirty-three tomorrow. Factory orders come out. Um, that would be a 
interesting number only if it's up more than uh, 1.5%. If it's not up more than 1.5%, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Frankly, I hope it is not. I hope it is a flat number or a negative number either. E uh, either way, I think that would be good. I would rather see uh, inventory start to drop a little bit. I think that would be good. Uh, that would be healthy for the economy, and it would be particularly healthy if we continue to downturn. I would much rather see all trade things get straightened out and the economy and, and manufacturers be kind of hustling to get product out as opposed to seeing the economy dropping and manufacturers, sit, manufacturers sitting with a lot of inventory. That would not be good. It would exacerbate any kind of recession that we might be slipping into, make things worse. So we really don't want to uh, see that. So I'm kind of hoping the factory, uh, factory orders would be great if they're up. That would be fine. But, uh, you know, I'd rather see slow and easy and, you know, stay, stay you know, flatline would be, would be great. 844-707-5533. Let me go to Colin. Colin's calling us from Texas. Hey, Colin. Hi, Dan. Uh, thank you for all you do and, and to you and your wife and your staff. Thank you. Uh, Dan, my question is it's on foundational stocks, CS20 and uh, MA36. Um, I don't have any individual stocks yet, but I am looking at buying those two and maybe $1,000. So what is your thoughts on, on that, splitting yeah. in between the two? Yeah, I would say, you know, stick to the buy list, really important. Uh, if they're on the buy list, any foundational stocks that are on the buy list, um, I think is a, is a good thing, a good place to start. Um, I would tell anybody that's, that's getting started to try, try to stick with um, the buy list. And so uh, if, if, the, if, they're, um, if they're on the buy list, yeah, I would definitely, uh, they would be, especially MA36, that would be one that I'd want you to start with for sure. Uh, I'm not certain. I don't recall whether they're still on the buy list or not, to be honest with you. I I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't know that. They are on the buy list. Both of them, Ian? Yeah, so both of them still on the buy list, so yeah. Um, I would say, listen, CS20, uh, it's, it's, they, they've got a tough row, row ahead of them. I mean, um, you know, they, a great, great foundational stock. I like the company. I like the valuation in particularly of that company. Um, so I, all I would say to you, I assume since you're tracking along with us that you are a long-term investor. And from that perspective, it's, uh, it's a great way to get started with the consumer staple. So I'd be okay with it. Just understand that even if the market were to turn around dramatically, that stock may not turn around with it because it's so highly dependent upon, uh, commodities, but I still, I still like it and I would, I would add it. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dan. All right, Jim. I appreciate it. God bless. Eight four, uh, Colin, I'm sorry. I said Jim. Colin. I'm going to go to Jim, but I can't. I got the ag report coming up. Hold on, Jim. Um, you're on deck. 844-707-5533. We do have li uh, lines open. If you want to queue your call up, you're welcome to do that. As I was mentioning just now, co uh, uh, commodities. Commodities extremely important. 
And uh, here's Craig Halgard with our Ag Report right now. We'll be right back. This is Craig Halgard with your Financial Issues Ag Update. The corn market rallied hard last week as traders were bold by the prospect of delayed plantings and unfavorable weather conditions for much of the upper Midwest. On Friday, however, those fears were trumped by politics as fears over the impact of the potential tariffs on Mexican goods impacted the market. Year-to-date, Mexico is the largest buyer of U.S. corn, so the potential we could upset that apple cart, coupled with profit-taking, drove the market lower for the session. As I record this, the overnight spot corn futures are trading unchanged. After four sharply higher sessions, the soybean market was lower on Friday, based on profit-taking as well as concerns over the potential trade war with Mexico. Mexico is currently the second largest buyer of U.S. soybeans. Losses were limited on Friday by uh, the fears over the slow planting progress. Now, when the uh, crop progress report comes out today, it's expected to show that about 40% of the soybean crop is planted versus the five-year average of 77% planted by this date. In the overnight trade, spot soybean futures are kind of reflecting that as I make this recording, are trading six cents higher. Wheat futures uh, turned lower on Friday and weakness in the row crops and fears of another trade battle. Mexico has been a big buyer of U.S. hard red winter wheat and would really be uh, tough for uh, wheat producers here in the U.S. if something were to jeopardize that relationship. In the overnight, Chicago is trading six cents higher, while Kansas City uh, futures, which are their hard red winter wheat futures, are nine cents higher, and Minneapolis is trading up eight cents. Cotton ended the week on a lower note as well, with the July futures closing down 126 points to settle at 68.08. Livestock futures had a rough day on Friday. With the poor weather continuing in much of the country, we haven't seen the typical bump in demand that occurs to kick off the grilling season. For the session, August live cattle were down $1.97.5. After being limit lower on Thursday, August feeder cattle had an expanded limit, and they finished the session down $5.10 for the day. Lean hogs saw a steep sell-off towards the end of the day on Friday. That was probably related to month-end positioning as well as some fund selling and, and profit-taking. For the day, August lean hogs were down $2.27.5. Class 3 milk futures, on the other hand, had a positive close, with the June futures up two points to settle at $16.20. And the overnight trade spot futures are trading an additional four points higher. In the cash markets, choice beef boxes were down $0.37 cents to settle at $223.21, while selects were $1.18 lower as they settled at $207.69. In hogs, the pork carcass values firmed up $0.83 cents to end the week at $82.68 per hundredweight. This has been Craig Haugard with your Financial Issues Ag Update. We'll be right back with more financial issues after this. The opening statement in the Constitution of the United States says this, that we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty. I don't know what part of that we don't get anymore. That was written by men who cared about this country deeply. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. Welcome back, 844-707-5533, 844-707-5533, if you want to cue uh, your call, you're welcome to do it. All right, well, let me go to calls. Uh, by the way, uh, our market's still in negative territory, but 
I did check the volume. There's not a lot of volume changing. We are looking for some economic numbers coming out, obviously. Um... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. I don't know why they're not being reported, but they are not. And I'll have to check. Maybe they're coming out. Maybe it was misreported this morning, uh, and it was a mistake, and they're coming out tomorrow rather than today. Uh, it seemed to me it was odd that ADP numbers were coming out Wednesday instead of Tuesday. So I don't know. Maybe the whole uh, uh, pre-report was out of whack somehow. I don't know. But anyway, 844-707-5533. Let me go to Jim. Jim calling us from Wisconsin. Hey, Jim. Good morning, Dan. I'm undergoing a little confusion this morning. Okay. Maybe you can help me clear it up. Uh, Are you there? Stock. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, sir. Stock CD30. Yes. Now, about uh, two weeks, possibly three weeks ago, you uh, asked people to, or suggested that they sell this stock. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you said you were probably going to keep it, but you suggested other people that they had a small profit in it to sell it. Yep. Now I see it's, on the on the buy list yeah well it dropped dramatically it came down the value there uh i got all their details of their uh reports their uh financials they settled the the lawsuit um well there was a big lawsuit in florida that was costing them uh millions and millions of dollars they settled that for 40 million dollars there's another one that they're dealing with, very similar to that. And apparently, uh, they didn't settle, but they set aside the losses from that. Uh, they already set that aside in their earnings report. So I felt, uh, I feel like they've got that, uh, well, they don't have the monkey off their back. They still got to pay it, obviously, but they've already accounted for it. And in the accounting for that, uh, they came out much better than anybody had expected, in, including myself. So um, that's why it's back on the buy list. Okay. Yeah, I sold some and made a small profit on it. And, uh, well, that, okay. 
I guess that answers that. And the second stock that it's, I guess it's no longer on your broad list, so I didn't have a number for it, but I, I think you know which one it is. I told, told your, uh, your, uh, yeah, that's no, the, the one that's no longer biblically responsible. Okay, because in the commentary, you know, I guess I could assume that it just said no longer, oh. you know. Oh, it does. And I'm thinking. I th well, it should I, say, I it should say no longer BR, but um, it, it, so that's no longer uh, biblically responsible. That's been off. That hasn't been on my buy list in a long time, as you know. You might, you might own it. I know it. We've held that stock, and it's it's been very profitable, and it's yeah. and it pays a fair dividend. Yep, yep. So, yeah, so that's so, why that's that's why that's on the list. They've okay. decided so, to uh, get involved in. It's mostly abortion. Yep. Okay, and they just had a spinoff, didn't they? That went yep. into our. Yeah, they did. Now yeah. that spinoff is it? Is it uh, biblically? I'm going to say that it is right now until I have two quarters to get a good look at it. Now, I, so I just I would just leave it alone right now. I wouldn't I wouldn't sell, but I can't say with a great deal of certainty that it is. I mean, okay. I I'll assume it is because it's got different management. So I'll assume it is, but um, I I won't know until we start seeing their reporting. Okay. All right. All I right. guess that answers my questions, Dan. Thank, thank you very much. I All appreciate right. your help. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate it. Uh, let me go to uh, Ken from Texas. Hey, Ken. Hey, Dan. Hey, really appreciate you. We've been uh, on the list here for a good long while at, uh, in the uh, premium area. But uh, I, I noticed this morning this uh, UT-52 uh-huh it's up pretty dramatically today and uh i i wondered if it's still too late to get in it um wow did it shoot up already today i didn't yeah, that's I, what that's what i'm seeing right here on the uh, uh td ameritrade site uh at 14.35 percent okay well uh and, I, so I don't know that it's uh, it's it's too late. It's a great. It's probably going to end up being based on what happened uh, over the weekend. Uh, it's probably going to end up being one of my foundational stocks. Uh, could easily be that based on what has happened. Uh, didn't expect it to shoot up today. Didn't expect it to shoot up until they got some uh, some things solidified. Um, but apparently a lot of the traders know know something i don't know or there's more than likely just gambling on the idea that it's going to happen which they may be right but i would still say i i i don't know that that answer i'm trying to i'm going to take a look at it but yeah that was uh that was a company that was one of my staple stocks 30 years ago and um Love, love that company. Uh, it's a little bit overvalued right now, but based on the, uh, the agreement. To, so, so they say, and it, oh, none of this is approved, they're buying a large infrastructure investment fund from J.P. Morgan. And it's a three, no, no, four, I think. 
four, $4 billion uh, deal. And it's pretty significant. And it's going to add, obviously, it's going to significantly add to their enterprise value. It should, it should help their valuation. Um, I don't know that that fund, I see the jump you're talking about now. I don't know that that fund, buying that fund warrants, I didn't, you know, this, this kind of jump, you know, a, a $6 jump. Um, I, I don't know, $7 jump. I don't think it warrants that. So I, I, I have a sneaky suspicion it'll probably settle back down. Not to mention well, it's not approved. Well, if it's uh, right, if it's uh, seven, then it's already pulled back uh, from. Yeah, it's seven uh, right now. Eight. Right now it's okay, seven. It, it so, was over eight. Oh, was it? Okay. So, um, oh, yeah, I, I see where it's dropped down a little bit here now. Um, uh, hold off till it settles down? Yeah, I would, I would at least wait until uh, the end of the day tomorrow morning. It is a long-term hold. What I'm hoping for is that the dividend is going to improve. They pay an okay uh, uh, dividend now, about 2.6 or 7%. And, um, you know, it's a, it, I, I think it has potential to go up at the next board meeting next quarter. So I would wait. I would wait. Yeah, that's day. what I thought. I almost jumped in, and then I saw that. No, I, I would wait a little bit. I, I just don't know. I think people are reacting to the news that there is possibly going to be, but yeah. uh, it's, not, you know, it's not locked in yet, and maybe once everybody kind of comes to their senses and realizes that, it'll slow down a little bit and start dropping down. So I'd hold off. Uh, okay, and... Uh, uh, I, uh, I'm looking for the number on another one here. Uh, IN25. IN25, yeah. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Yep. Yeah. Uh, what can you give me some comment on that? Uh, I believe they were uh, in, in a possibility of being acquired. Yes, uh, they are. Um, 
that's, that's kind of uh, fallen by the wayside a little bit. Um, yeah. I, but nonetheless, you know, it's, it's up 30% on the year, as you know, if you own the company. Right. They are working in a very um, uh, important growing segment of the economy, but in particularly in the industrial side of the economy. It's one of the, one of the few industrials that has really held up well with or without the potential purchase. So they, they uh, lose a little steam in the sense that um, I'm assuming the tariffs are gone now from Canada on some of the lightweight metals. The yeah. upside is the cost for the lightweight metals is coming down, which is going to help what they're manufacturing. And then you've got issues with Boeing that is impacting um, uh, production and sales. So all of that will probably get worked out here by the end of the year. So, uh, you know, a good, I, I feel that with or without the buyer, uh, with or without, uh, the purchase, I think it's still okay to have. That's for sure. Okay. Okay. Well, may I ask you about one more? Sure. Uh, UT, uh, 42, uh, it was up, you know, a few dollars more. And uh, do you think it's it's uh, bottomed out pretty much now? Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that it's bottomed out. I think there's probably a little bit room for it to run down. I wouldn't say that it's, that it's bottomed out. So what's happening, you know, the utility companies could pick up again which one would have to think that they're likely to do it because it's, it can tend to be a flight to safety. I said this last week to somebody, but it's the end of the cycle flight to safety. People running to cash, then from cash they're running to maybe things like preferreds and, and yeah. um, treasuries and those kinds of things. And then when they start putting a toe back in the water, they start coming back in in a very safe way, and that would be utilities. So... Um, I think it may go down a little bit more yet, but I, st I still like the company, and if you're in it for income, it's, the, it's great. Well, just one more quick question. Uh, I can't. I got to run here. I'm right at the end. We'll be right back, folks. Eight four four seven zero seven fifty five thirty three. The Dow just turned positive up by, uh, it's up two-thirds. Oh, no, one-third. I'm sorry. I see it. Uh, Dow's, uh, the S&P turned positive as well. I would suspect the economic news that we can't find, <laughs> I would suspect it was probably pretty good uh, based on that turnaround. So, uh, I don't know, Ian. Keep digging. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but that's, that's what it would see. Unless there's some other news out there, maybe you see something, Ian, that's, that's come out that would... Uh, drive a little confidence there in the market. Anyway, 844-707-5533. Let me go to Bill. Bill's calling us from Mississippi. Hey, Bill. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Morning. So I wanted to call about the uh, tariff, the, the trade uh, standoff we're having with China. China, yeah. Uh, I'm, 
I'm concerned about it. Uh, you stated on your show several times that, uh, you know, we have a healthier economy and, and, uh, you know, we can, we can weather the storm. Um, and so anyway, one time this years ago, I was, I was watching a, uh, uh, television documentary about Vietnam and about the war. And, uh, they were interviewing generals from both sides. And, and one of the American generals said, well, you know, they never could beat us on the battlefield. We, we killed a lot of, a lot more soldiers than, than, than they killed of ours. And the Vietnamese general said, well, that's irrelevant. In the end, you didn't have the political wherewithal to, to win, mm-hmm. you know, and that's 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 the scenario I'm afraid with this this tariff war is, um, yeah, we might hurt them more than they hurt us. But I mean, with the communist country like China, they might be reduced all the way to North Korean, you know, standard of living, and still hang in there. They're not having any uh, reelections or or anything like that that we are. So it's not necessarily a points game. You, you understand? It's a uh, right. what. Do you have any comments on that kind of scenario? Look, I think, frankly, um, that is still a scenario that, and I I agree with you 100%, that they could very easily take that stance. This is not a government that cares a lick about human rights. They don't care about children starving and dying they don't don't, because that's going on right now it's been going on for years they don't care about that it's irrelevant they would rather save face and you know uh thin their population out i mean that's just you know it's the way that the way they think so i don't rule i wouldn't rule that scenario out at all but you know it's hard to believe this but mexico is a much bigger issue for us than china i mean in the grand scheme of things, we don't, we're not going to lose. Uh, China's got everything to lose. We have very little to lose. Yes, will we, will some of our manufacturers and will Americans have to regroup a bit? Yes, we will. By the time China can't take eating all the costs for the tariffs, hopefully we will have that regrouping done. I am confident that we will get the regrouping done because it's the private sector that's going to have to do it and they're not going to be dependent on government doing it and they will react much quicker uh, than, than will the government. So I think it is, a, um, it, it is a scenario that nobody wants to see and the scenario of them doing something like declaring war on America, which it wouldn't be a war of killing people, it would be a cyber war, um, I think that's a bigger issue. And that's the political issue, I think, that our government is going to have to wrestle with. It's not going to be an issue. I know what everybody is saying out there, but it is, it's just not... It, it, it isn't going to, it's not going to go like that. We don't, when you look at it purely from a mathematical perspective, we're going to be okay. Will we be okay from all the other technological perspective? No, we won't be. That, that could hurt us. 
But there is, for the long term, there is a lot of good that could come out of here for, or come out of all of this for future generations and for this generation yet. And I think what we're not good at right now, and I guess we could say because of President Trump, is we're not good at um, coming up with a solution at the very same time we allow the president, uh, President Xi, um, save face. Because that's all this is about right now. And, you know, um, CNBC this morning at 5.30 this morning, Eastern Time, um, shut down in China twice in one interview that they went off the air because they mentioned Tiananmen Square. And tomorrow is the anniversary, Tiananmen Square. and And they quick shut them down. I mean, this is a regime that is desperately trying to save face. They know this is going to hurt them in the long run. Um, And it is going to hurt them far more than us from an economic and mathematic uh, perspective. I'm, I'm far, I'd be far more worried about Mexico who we, we export 97% more goods to Mexico than we do to China. And uh, that's going to have an impact on us. It is going to severely hurt the auto industry uh, around the world, but particularly here in the United States in the auto parts business. So that's a, you know, that's a pretty big sector for us when it comes to jobs. So that's, that's a much bigger deal. Uh, it's, we're going to be hard-pressed to find uh, where the pain is going to be caused by China. I'm, I'm not sure where it is. It's not going to be consumers spending more money. It's just not going to be that. It's not going to happen. Uh, China's uh, currency is already devalued dramatically uh, through all of this. That's, that's where all their absorption of these fees are going to be. They're going to be sending these products over to us 25% cheaper than they were uh, a year ago. Because between devaluation and the Chinese government needing, needing to eat so much of the cost, um, then, you know, because they're going to remain hopeful that someday a deal will get struck. And as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, 
Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And they don't want to lose any more market share. So it's really, I mean, I, I mean, it is a fragile situation. There's no doubt about it, but I just can't buy in to the notion that it's going to have a dramatic impact on our economy. I hope I'm right about that. I, I just can't buy into that. And I think if it ever does, it's going to not be because of trade in and of itself. It's because of how angry we've made China, not by, um, by us being hurt. And that could certainly, that could certainly impact. Am I, am I afraid of that? Yeah, I am. I mean, you know, I, I, I've talked about it on the air. I said uh, in newsletters and on the air that everybody should be printing their bank statement every day. They should be saving an electronic copy of their bank statement every year, every day. Uh, they should go there and, and save it because, you know, uh, they, they, I, a fear is waking up in the morning and not having any money in the bank uh, because it's, their, their system has been attacked. So, you know, those kinds of things would obviously, you know, be devastating for our, our economy, it would set us into a tailspin that would make the depression look like a good thing. So could that happen? Yes. So does a trade deal need to be made? Absolutely. For those reasons. And I don't know, I'm, I'm depending, which I shouldn't be, I'm depending on uh, the, the NSA and the, and the CIA and, and our intelligence agencies that are, you know, hopefully watching this and that may be a scary thing to be depending upon but um it is just uh we china has worked very very hard to make our relationship on trade a one-way street they would never allow our goods to come in they fight it tooth and nail they only allow to come in what they can steal what they can reverse engineer what you know that's all they they kept us out now they're sorry they did because they have zero leverage and if it's if it's going to be rare earth minerals that are going to uh do it maybe but it's not like we don't have capacity here we just don't do it anymore and we would have to start doing it again and come up with clean ways of doing it and would there be a lag time there yes certainly would be but again we're not in the business of manufacturing technology here like like some other countries so i don't know it is it is i guess nobody i, I guess nobody really knows except for maybe those intelligence uh, agencies but you know with all the rhetoric in china yet this weekend the last thing they said was oh we're very willing to trade we are uh, to talk we want to talk about trade so they still have to hold that out there and i think their rhetoric is more to try to save face in China, and may, who knows, maybe at the G20 meeting, uh, this must, at the end of the month, something's going to happen, you know, really positive, uh, but, but right now, it's, uh, it, it is a little scary, but I think, I think we're going to be, um, it's going to be hard for us to come out uh, in, in big trouble from an economic perspective, just from trade, not, not counting all those other things that could happen. And I, I am worried about Mexico. That would, that would hurt us. It's already clobbering the automotive uh, sector right now. Uh, they're getting just beat up terrible over a prospect of just a 5% tariff on, uh, on, on Mexico starting Monday. So 
I, I'm more concerned about that. But I get where you're coming from, and I, I, I agree with you. We, we could worry about a lot of those things, but we just live in a different world right now, and China got what they wanted. They kept us out of their economy, and um, now they've, they've got very little ammunition, and they know it. Thanks, Bill. I'll talk to you. We'll be right back, folks. The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. All right, let me get, let me get back to phones. By the way, um, Dow's up 106 points right now. It's up a half of 1%. That's a pretty good move up. S&P's up uh, a third of 1%. Uh, small cap, Russell 2000, uh, they're up three quarters of 1%. Uh, the NASDAQ, well off at session lows, but they're still in negative territory, down a third. So that's good news. Uh, manufacturing data came in um, about flat for all practical purposes. Uh, the, the numbers are a little conflicting here, but uh, it wasn't not, nothing negative. We're still in expansion mode from the manufacturing perspective. Uh, construction spending was down year over year, but flat for the month of April. This was a month of April number. Apparently, it was uh, maybe flat. If it's flat, um, if it is flat at zero flat, that means it would be actually up nine-tenths of 1% from where it was uh, in, the, in the month of March. So that would be good. But we're not sure what that number is. But it looks like, you know, we're somewhere around the flat line or, or down uh, for for the month. Year over year, uh, this compared to last year, it looks like we're down 1.2% of construction spending. That would stand to reason based on what we have seen uh, coming out of sales. So anyway, we'll see. We get more clarity on that. 844-707-5533. Let me go to Daniel calling us from Illinois. Hey, Daniel. Good. Can you hear me all right? Yep. I got you over the, the car speaker. Okay. Yep. Um, so I'm calling you about my, about my dad. He's about, uh, I know he's listening. He's probably going to get mad at me for calling about him. But um, he's about 84, or he's 84. He just turned 84 this year, and he just will not trust the banks. And you're going to think I'm messing with you, but he literally keeps, he got, you know, he keeps his money under the mattress. Yeah. And I cannot do any, I cannot talk him into going to an account or a bank account or, or anything at all. And it's worrying me because, I mean, if the house burns down, he loses everything, literally. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and, 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 I, and, and he loves you. He really does. Um, I mean, I remember a couple of years ago you were talking about the Swiss francs, and he bought those up. And I, I talked to you before. I don't know if you remember, but he was the one that would go to the airport and, and exchange his, his, his money. Oh, for yeah, Swiss right. Franks. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. 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 Um, but well, what can I do? And I, like I said, I know he's listening. His name's Wayne. Sorry, Dad. But what's he going to do, Dan? Well, I listen, it just... Wayne, if you are listening, man, you've you got to, you can't take that risk between theft and fire. The absolute, I mean, worst case scenario is you got to have a good fireproof safe. Um, and so spend the money to have a good, even if it's a fireproof file cabinet, but you got to have something fireproof uh, so you don't lose lose everything that is just uh that is just not a good good uh situation 
Um, I understand your feeling there. You, by the way, the vast majority of American people, Wayne, don't believe, don't trust the banks. And uh, a lot of it is, is very valid. I use credit unions, and, and I don't, I don't want to use a bank. I go with a nonprofit credit union or uh, the Christian Community Credit Union. You know, you can probably get that money. But let me just tell you that, you know, even if the, the parable of the three servants and the master representing the kingdom and our Lord, um, we're not called to bury our talents in the sand. And the master told this, the one servant that did that, um, you could have at least put it in the bank and got a little bit of interest. But he decided that he was so fearful of losing it, and it says this in scripture, that he buried it in the sand, was reprimanded. And that is there, as so many of the parables are, and of all of Scripture is, to teach us, to give us lessons. And so at the very, very least, you ought to take that money, God's money, he's entrusting you to be a good steward of it. That's what he's, in, he's entrusting you. He's giving you this awesome responsibility to be a good steward of it. And and, of course, you need to use that money to provide for those under your roof, which happens to be you. So you need to use what you need to use. But I think at least it is wise, it's prudent, and it's biblical to put some of that earning a tiny bit of interest. And maybe you go to Christian Community Credit Union. Maybe you go to, uh, you know, an, a, another credit union if you want to or or you go to a small community bank, but um, you, you need to get a little bit of interest on it. I think it's critically important and protect it from, from fire and theft, if nothing else. You need to at least do that. And if things got so bad in this country that things like banks collapsed, then the dollar is probably not going to be worth much, whether it's under your mattress or whether it's in the bank. So you're not saving anything. You're not saving yourself from, from too much. So I would, I would just, uh, you know, Dan, help, help him. You know, and again, I'm not saying this is biblical, but again, at least have a fireproof safe if you don't want to put it in the bank, but not to not to allow it to, uh, uh, for a chance of it to perish. You need to get it somewhere. Right. I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm worried about him, and he won't listen. And uh, I, I know, he, I mean, I mean, he listens to you, but you're like a religion, so I know he's serious. Well, I hope but, so. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, thanks for the advice. And, I mean, he's still work. I mean, like, he's 84. He's still working he, uh, for a rainbow vacuum cleaner, Dora Dale. And I think they just keep him around because they feel bad for him. But <laughs> I, I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know how to get through to him. But I, but I hope he helps out. I hope so. Thank you, Dan. I'm glad you called. Right. I sure appreciate it. All right, you have a good one, bud. All right, God bless you. Wayne, if you're listening, God bless you. Keep working. That's okay. My dad worked till he was 85. So, um, wow. Uh, keep, keep going at it. Keeps you moving. 
All right, thanks. All right, thanks, well, Dan. God thank bless. Thanks, Mr. Dillian. Bye. Sure thing. See you. 844-707-5533 if you want to cue your call up. 844-707-5533. Uh, let's see. Let me go to David. David's calling us from Texas. Hey, David. Hi, how are you today? Good. Hey, I'm a long-term listener, long-term partner. Thank you. First time in, I appreciate you listening to you. First time investor. Okay. Uh, I'm 66, retired. I have military and social security income. I got about $175,000 in various employers, you know, 401ks and such. Okay. So what I've gathered from listening and the website, I need to get all that into an IRA at TD Ameritrade. Yep. And then my, uh, I think go into the, I want to go into Timothy Fund mm -hmm. at for the sixty-five and up. Okay. Is that? Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Unless you think, David, that you may need some income. So, uh, but if you, but it doesn't sound like you do. But I no. think I think aside from that, that would be that would be a great way to go. And I would tell okay. you to get those accounts in one place like you're planning on doing. And then over the course of six months, every month, put one sixth of that money into your asset allocation. Yep. Yeah, OK, that, that was the other question. I do notice at the bottom of the web page an income only. Yes, that's right. Yep. That, well, I mean that's I mean that's designed for people that um, you know are are uh, want to take the income. You know that that even if you don't need it, they're taking the income and they're putting it aside. I got a um, a note from a guy here on on uh, on our website this morning just saying, hey, he's getting 12% income. Uh, he's got some pretty risky things in there probably, but he's getting good income, he's making money, uh, and, you know, he's, he, he's doing great, but he's just worried about that dividends, those dividends and that income he's collecting. And that's what that's for. So that would be something you would get. You would put it in your savings account. You would use that for your giving, your, you know, whatever you want to do, but um, that's, a, that's a great option. For any anybody. All right. When are you going to come to Central Texas again? Soon. Soon I'm going to come to. Uh, I hope so. Anyway, I'm planning on it. We're just looking at that. Uh, last week we were talking about that, and I'm trying to get that together. So I hope I'll be there soon. Great. I'll I'll listen for it. All right. Good deal. I look forward to seeing Thanks. you, David. Yeah. Thanks very much. You're welcome. God bless. Thank you. Folks, I want to remind you, too, and I'm just thinking as I'm talking about income. So I was reading, uh, so I get this um, um, magazine that, that uh, is put out to academia, but it is, uh, it, it's, it's talking about charitable gift annuities. And I haven't said this since 2009, but uh, charitable gift annuities are on the rise again. And it's one of those indicators that I look for all the time because it gives me a little idea of sentiment from some investors that are retired. And so many now, again, moving. This hasn't happened again since 2009. 2009. 
they're, they're nervous. They're getting concerned. They said, look, all I want to do is get an income. I'm going to take some of my money and put a little piece of it in a charitable gift annuity. And uh, this is the time that I hope you're thinking about that. And I hope you've contacted the AFA Foundation, or at least just get the information and talk to somebody so that you can uh, pray about it. If you've got to leave us, I hope you have a wonderful day. Remember, all that we have is his. Let's be a good and faithful steward. If you're going to stick around, we've got another hour left. We're going to take your calls. We'll be right back after this. God bless. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.